Welcome to A Bigger Life, where you can break through the distractions, stop, listen, and speak to God in prayer. I'm Dave Cover. I want to help you use the Bible as your conversation with God so you can live a bigger life. Now let's take a moment to look at Psalm 109 from David's perspective, because I think we can all relate to what it's like to have somebody spreading false rumors about you. People can do a lot of damage by talking about you and having half-truths or complete untruths about you, because that's what people do when they gossip. That's what people do when they want to rally people around themselves at the expense of you. Usually they're motivated to get rid of you in some way because you're in their way. You're an obstacle to what they want to do. Either you have the job they want to have or you have some situation where if they can bring you down, it helps their cause. This is just life and it happens to me a lot. And if I'm honest and I think about all the years of my life, I've done it too. I've done it to friends. I've done it to people who aren't my friends. So I'm not innocent and I don't think you are either if you were honest, but we all have to deal with it on the end of when we are victims of it. Obviously, we don't want to be perpetrators of it. We don't want to do that. Part of growing in our holiness is learning how to love people, even those we disagree with, by being charitable toward them, not taking things they say out of context and presenting their arguments as a straw man that's easy to tear down. Or accusing them of something that I don't have to make an argument if I can simply dismiss somebody by accusing them of something that causes people to disregard them. As Christians, we don't want to be that kind of person. But as Christians, we're going to have to deal with people like that in our lives. And so David says in verse 2, For wicked and deceitful mouths are opened against me, speaking against me with lying tongues. They encircle me with words of hate and attack me without cause. Those words could be written today, and maybe, like me, you've experienced the pain of those words yourself. In another psalm, David writes in Psalm 57, verse 4, I am in the midst of lions. I am forced to dwell among ravenous beasts, men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. The damage people can do toward us with their, with their words, like people who have tongues that are sharp swords, whose teeth are spears and arrows, to do war against us. And it, and it does do war against us. Maybe somebody at work, maybe somebody in your family, maybe a friend among a friend group, maybe social media. I just got done talking to somebody uh, who is the victim of false rumors about her at church. People at church can be the worst at this. The devil's very name comes from the Greek word slanderer. That's what he does. And when we slander, we are being the most devil-like. And among churches, uh, you know, people can be very devil-like. Number one, because we're reaching people who are not like Jesus, but also there's a sense in which there's always a, a, a falseness to our lives that grows alongside of the holiness in our lives, that we still have this dark side to us that if we give into it, we become devil-like. That can be true in our uh, sexual 
disordered lives or it can be true in our relational disordered lives, how we speak to people in our marriages, how we speak to people in our families, how we speak to people at work, our judgmental spirit. We can do it in our complaining spirit, our grumbling. Christians aren't exempt from these devil-like characteristics, and it certainly is true when it comes to being victims of false rumors. It's painful. Now, in David's life, we talked about this in our last episode, it wasn't just pain emotionally, but this was genuinely a dangerous situation. They were trying to kill him by inciting people against him. That's probably not happening in your life, but it does kill your reputation when people do this. And it's true that if you're going to be a disciple of Jesus, if you're going to be a follower of Jesus, there are going to be people who are against Jesus that are going to be motivated to ruin your reputation. Especially if you're standing for something that the, is against what the culture is buying into. So we, there's all these cultural narratives that the gospel stands in opposition to. And if you voice those oppositions in some situation where you're trying to help somebody or you're speaking on something biblically or in some way you're representing the gospel when it comes to righteousness in certain ways, you're going to be attacked by people against that issue. That's happened to us as pastors of this church when we've spoken out on different moral issues in our church, uh, the community, and even those in our church uh, spoke against this and clearly would say things either out of context or just make up things that we didn't say as if we said them. And that might happen to you. So much so that Jesus talks about it in the Beatitudes in the Sermon on the Mount when he says, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. So Jesus is saying part of living a life in the kingdom of God is going to be people who are going to speak evil against you, insulting you, saying false things about you. And if you're going to follow Jesus, you're going to have to have a thick skin to be able to deal with this. Jesus says in Luke chapter 6, verse 22, Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy. You know, repeating the idea that this is something you can rejoice with joy because great is your reward in heaven, for that is how their ancestors treated the prophets. And he even says in verse 26, Woe to you when everyone speaks well of you, for that is how their ancestors treated the false prophets. They spoke well of them. I think that we, the point Jesus is making here when he, when he talks in these extreme hyperbole, he's trying to get our attention by saying something drastic. But the point is, if everyone speaks well of you, you're probably doing it wrong. You're probably afraid to say things that would be somebody would disagree with, and so you don't speak up when you should, or you even compromised your beliefs in order to fit more in with the culture so that you don't get opposition. And Jesus says you simply, you simply can't live the kingdom life and not at some point experience people speaking against you. 
So Peter says this in 1 Peter 4, 14, If you are insulted because of the name of Christ, you are blessed, for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. If you suffer, it should not be as a murderer or thief or any other kind of criminal or even as a meddler. In other words, he's saying, make sure it's for the right reasons. If people are insulting you and speaking evil against you because you're a hypocrite, well, then that's a whole different deal. If people are speaking evil of you because you're a jerk, you're proud, you're self-righteous, you're a judgmental person, that's a different deal. But he says in verse 16, however, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. Now, Peter's just simply saying what he heard Jesus say and what he himself experienced in his own life. It says in Acts 541, it says the apostles left rejoicing because they had been counted worthy of suffering disgrace for the name. In other words, they heard the teachings of Jesus so they really did believe what Jesus said, that they are blessed, that great is their reward in the kingdom of heaven if people insult you and speak evil of you on account of me. That because of their antipathy toward Jesus and his teaching, they're taking it out on you. Jesus says, rejoice with great joy. And the disciples rejoiced with great joy because they knew they were blessed, as Jesus said, when that happens because that's part of suffering for the name of Jesus. And so Peter says in 1 Peter 4, 19, so then those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue to do good. Now, this is tricky because you, you, know, you have to kind of know if people are turning against you because of the right reasons or because you're, you're, you're being a hypocrite. You're, it's for the wrong reasons. I don't know that. You know that. But what David is talking about here, he says, So they reward me evil for good and hatred for my love. That David could say with a good heart, I've been loving toward them. I've done good toward them. And yet that's why they're speaking against me with their mouths against me, speaking against me with lying tongues. So what do we do when this happens? Well, the key is what David says here in verse 4. But I give myself to prayer. I think when this happens, when we're being talked about, people are gossiping against us, slandering us, accusing us falsely, insulting us, rallying people to be against us. What we have to do is not respond in kind, not get into arguments with them where we're just being, you know, insulting them back, accusing them back but rather to go to God in prayer, to, to have this become something that's a vertical issue. We have a horizontal problem that we take vertically, and we come to God in prayer, and we go to him. We bring the pain to him. That's what David says, but, but I give myself to prayer. So he says in, in verse 21, you, O oh God, my Lord, deal on my behalf for your namesake, because your steadfast love is good. Deliver me. David is praying for God to manifest his steadfast love in David's life by delivering him from this situation, by dealing on David's behalf. 
And I think that's something we can pray. We can say, God, deal on my behalf. Deal with this on my behalf. Deal with them on my behalf. Change their heart or somehow show that what they're saying is a lie, what they're saying is false. Be my advocate. Be my help. Deliver me from this because of your steadfast love. So David says in verse 26, Help me, O Lord my God. Save me according to your steadfast love. That we're just appealing to God's love for us to to be somebody who fights our battle for us. Give us wisdom what to say. Give us love for our enemies. Help us bless those who curse us. Help us pray for those who persecute us. This is an opportunity for us to learn what it means to live out the gospel and to be like Jesus, who was abused and insulted and didn't insult back. But he prayed that God would forgive them. The last verse, David says, For he stands at the right hand of the needy one to save him from those who condemn his soul to death. Now, to David, these false accusations were condemning his soul to death. For us, it just might be condemning us to the disfavor and rejection of people. But God is standing at our right hand in our need. And so this this kind of pain that happens when people speak falsely against you can be something that deepens your relationship with God. It's sort of like you and God against the world in some sense. And God is at your right hand in your need, in your pain. And you have to envision this. This is language that takes the imagination. It's It's a language of poetry that is designed to get us to imagine something we can't see that God stands at the right hand of the needy. He's standing at my right hand right now to save him from those who condemn him. So verse 28, David says, Let them curse, but you will bless. That God is, like Jesus said, Blessed are you when people insult you and speak evil against you falsely on account of me. This is an opportunity for me to grow in the blessing of God for me to grow in his steadfast love for me, to grow in my willingness to suffer for his namesake, to entrust my soul to my faithful creator and continue to do what is good. It takes courage to be a follower of Jesus. And God is going to bring opportunities your way to grow in that courage. It's just the way it is because he's wanting to bless you. And so when this happens, you say what David says. You say, Lord, I turn to you in prayer. They falsely accuse me. Maybe some of what they say is true, but a large part of what they say is false. And I pray that you would deal with them on my behalf, that you would cause people not to believe them on my behalf, that you would expose their lies on my behalf, that you would either change their heart Or cause them to be exposed as liars. Because of your steadfast love, I pray that you would deliver me in this situation. That you would give me favor in people's eyes in your timing. That you would defend me. That you would defend my cause. That you would defend my name. Help me, Lord my God. You are my God. Not the approval of others, but you are my God. You are my security, not the approval of others, but you are my security. 
You are my salvation. You are my deliverer. I live for your glory, not the approval of others. Let them curse, but you will bless. Jesus promised that I will be blessed when people insult me and speak evil against me. I can rejoice because great will my reward be in heaven. You will bless me. And I want your blessing in the kingdom of heaven far more than the blessing of people's approval in this world. I thank you that you stand at my right hand in my need, that you are right here with me to deliver me, to save me, to help me from those who condemn me. So I give you my pain, I give you my hurt, I give you my worry, my anxiety, my insecurity. I pray that you would set your hedge of protection around me, that you would defend me, that you would increase my status through all this. For your namesake, for your glory, I pray that you would bless me and I trust in your steadfast love and your goodness and your presence. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks for listening to A Bigger Life, a podcast of The Crossing, a church in Columbia, Missouri. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and give it a rating so people can find this content more easily or consider texting it to a friend or posting it on social media. Thanks for listening.